Yo, my two cents, you won the giveaway from last week. Enjoy your hot comics list. Back at the table with Gem from Gem Mint Collectibles, here to chat about the comics defining this generation of collectors. How you feeling, brother? What's going on, Tom? What's up to the comic fam? Super hype. The Venom 2 trailer came out today, and Let There Be Carnage is on everybody's mind. Before we get into this key amazing Spider-Man book at the list at number 10, I want to remind the comic fam to slap that subscribe button and to stay tuned to the end of the video. We do have a giveaway on deck. We're here for you every single week, and let's start them off with Amazing Spider-Man issue number three, the first appearance of Dr. Octavius. It's also the debut of the Spiderwebs fan letter section, which is always fun to go back and look at when I'm digging through the omnibus. Although not Venom or Carnage related, it's Spider-Man related nonetheless. Everybody wants to see Alfred Molina reprise his role as the mad scientist Dr. Octopus. Is it going to be a cameo in Spider-Man 3? Is it a full-fledged role? We got to wait and see. But until then, his first appearance in Amazing Spider-Man 3 continues to shatter records. The 1.8, the entry-level price was going for $1,325 back in November, is up now 89%, selling for a superior $2,500. Some members will know that joke. The 4.5, back in January, going for $2,675. That's up a staggering 77%, now going for $4,729. And we also have more movie hype happening Seemingly on a weekly basis, we have Shang-Chi's arch nemesis, the Mandarin making his first appearance in Tales of Suspense, issue number 50 at number nine. That's right. The comic book villain with more rings than Jordan. His first appearance in a 5.0 sold for $500 back in December. It's up 122% now selling for 1100 The next grade up, that 5.5, which sold for $440 in December, just waiting for a price correction, is up 201% now selling for $1,325. Considering we now know, based on the trailer, that the Mandarin's going to be wielding not just powerful rings, but more like bracelets, whether they be magical or technologically advanced, we don't know yet. But the fact that they are powered in some way is something we weren't sure about that has now given the confidence that was needed behind this collectible to shoot it up in price and to maintain steady gains. I suspect a lot from the Mandarin, especially considering he is vastly different than the Iron Man 3 reveal that we all hated and with that we're going to move on to number eight with bone number one the first appearance of crazy bone lazy bone busy bone oh wait a minute different bone come on jam you gotta meet me at the crossroads we're talking about foam bone phony bone and rat creatures all making their first appearance in a highly respected independent comic book from jeff smith debuting in 1991 and don't forget about Smiley Bone. Before we get into bone number one, we should probably mention that this really first appeared in a trade paperback called Thorn, Tales from the Lantern, which only had a 1,000 count print run and recently sold in April of 2020 for $13,200. This was literally the book that my dad used, Comic Pops, to teach me how to read as a kid. The nostalgia is real, comic fam, and cannot be understated. And we've also watched multiple independent runs take off in the last year alone, and Bone is just one of them. Let's take a look at the numbers. A CGC 8.5 sold for $1,026 back in October of last year. It's up 124%, now selling for $2,300. Then we got the 9.4. That book sold for $2,250 in December of last year, and it's up 78%, now selling for $4,000. 
Now, these spikes should be no surprise to the comic fam. I'm telling you, you got to be utilizing the code TOM101 on the best comic app in the world. We're chatting key collector comics. You support what we do, but it'll unlock a vast amount of valuable information that members utilize regularly to secure books like this that are spiking. Because if you followed Key Collector, you would know that production for Bone was set to begin January of this year and is set to release in 2022, giving us all ample time to secure what keys can start blowing up. And with so many independent books that are on the rise, blue chip books, well, we have more to talk about because Bone isn't the only one. That's right, we gotta talk about Albedo number two, the first appearance of Usagi Yojimbo, a CGC 8.5 sold for $6,200 back in October. It's up 31%, now selling for $8,100. And then the 9.0, that book sold for $5,500 in November, and it's up 75%, selling for $9,650. The Crow number one, we're talking about the first print. We're talking about one of my all-time favorite comic book stories. It breaks my top three. The 9.8 back in April 2020 went for $3,237. That shot up tremendously, up 197% with a new price of $9,609. This is going to be a $10,000 book any day. And then we can't forget about Grendel number one, a CGC 9.8, which sold for $675 in May of 2016, is up 300%, now selling for 2700 Grendel fans rejoice. Matt Wagner, goodness, making the hot 10. I'm digging it this week. A sleeper book and character, if I've ever known one. Now, at number seven on the list, we have the first appearance of Jessica Drew, the first appearance of Spider-Woman in Marvel Spotlight, issue number 32. Let's take a look at the numbers because there's some big spec behind this character. A 5.0 going for $100 in December is up 60%, now selling for $160. The 9.6, which was selling for under a grand in April, $995, is up 36%, now selling for an all-new high of $1,351. Something must have happened in the last month. That's right. The CGC 9.8, which sold for $3,250 in April, still a respectable price, is still up 37%, now selling for $4,456. All this speculation is coming from the Secret Invasion storyline that we know is coming to Disney+. Plus. Jessica Drew's Spider-Woman plays a huge role in that storyline, including being impersonated by the main antagonist, the Scroll Queen. The Scroll Queen spec has been on max for upwards of a year now. It's been the focus of many collectors after multiple actresses were slated for unknown roles, whether it be for the Marvel's movie or Secret Invasion. And we also have Khaleesi getting in the mix with both Spider-Woman spec as well as Scroll Queen spec. Could it be the same character? I want to know from the comic fam, who do you suspect Amelia Clark to portray in the upcoming Marvel franchises? Let me know in the comment section below. And until you win a giveaway that we'll announce at the end of the video. Now let's take a look at number six on the list with some TMNT goodness, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue number one the third print. Before we look at that third print, we gotta look to see what the first and second prints are doing. The first print with a CGC 8.5, which sold for $22,200 back in April. It's up 5%, now selling for $23,300. They had a print run of 3,000, and we're gonna double that print run with the second printing with an 8.0 sale that set the record back in November of $3,082, up 30%, now selling for $4,000. And the 9.0, which had a record set this year in January for $3,720, that's up 32%, selling for an all-new $4,901. 
Mirage must have known they had a hit on their hands because the third printing came in with a print run of 36,000 copies. A CGC 9.8 sold for 5,500 just last month. It's up 65%, now selling for $9,100. I suspect some major price correction on the second print comic, fam, especially when you consider the 9.8 census count. There is a lonely six copies to date graded at that mark. When you look at the first print, there's actually more available. There are 29 9.8 first prints, regardless of the print run being cut in half. And then you take a look at the third print, there are five times more of those in 9.8, with a total census count of 57 copies. So where is this second print 9.8 going to land when it hits the market? The last one sold for $5,500 in February of 19. You had the first printing, the highest sale in a 9.8 was for 90k. The third print's at 9k, where are we going to land in the middle? And now we're at the list at number five with Incredible Hulk issue number 181, the first appearance in full of Logan, Wolverine, the most popular Canadian superhero. And before we look at the numbers, I got in hand the comp copies for our Invincible Red Sonia number one, first published artwork by my daughter Jade Hope, and the trade dress has an Incredible Hulk 181 vibe, wouldn't you say? These are going to be shipping real soon. Thank you for everyone who backed it. Dude, I'm so hyped about that, man. This is the first time I'm seeing the trade dress, and it looks so sick. You even got that gem on the cover. Are you going to keep that going? That's the plan. Comic fam, you got to be following Gemman's daughter, Jade Hope, who did this variant cover. I suspect this isn't going to be the last time we've seen her in the comic scene. Now, Wolverine is breaking all kinds of records. Why do you think this is, Gem? Man, we know Wolverine is coming. There's even more attention with this potential anthology series that they're going to drop on Disney+. Plus. Personally, I think that's a really good idea, and collectors are trying to scounge up their first appearance or first full appearance while they still can. The entry-level CGC 1.8 sold for $1,700 in February of this year. It's up 29%, now selling for $2,200. The 2.0 back in February was going for $2,070. That's up 45% selling for an all new 3K. All right, no more entry level stuff. We're talking big boy investor grade copies here. A CGC 9.4, which sold for $18,250 in April of this year, just last month, is up 19%, breaking the 20K mark, selling for $21,655. And now we're at the list at number four with Michael Roman from Everything Always breaking some news. We have fantastic forecasting that may be revealed by year end. That's right. We know the first Marvel family is on their way, likely going to introduce the Silver Surfer and Galactus to the world again well ff1 just made our hot list man ff and x-men keys are going to be great buys even up until the movies come out i think they're not going to be one and dones we're going to have 10 years of these franchises to continue once they hit the screen which they haven't even done yet a cgc 1.0 which sold for 5564 dollars in june of 2020 is up 47 percent now selling for eight thousand two hundred and five dollars then we have the cgc 1.8 which sold for 9100 in april is up 68%, now selling for 15250 Holy smokes, comic fam. I remember the days on the con floor where members would scoff at $2,000 prices for entry-level copies of this book, and it's just broken $15K. The 3.0, going for $16,349 just in April, is up 10%, now selling for an all-new $18,000. 
Members are still crossing their fingers that Big Tuna will take on the role of Mr. Fantastic and his wife, Emily Blunt, will join the cast as Invisible Woman. I want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. This request will not die. It's been like two years into this day. We still see fan fiction pictures of these actors and actresses taking on these roles, whether they want to do them or not. All right, guys, moving on to number three on the list, we have a new book to the top 10. This is Avengers 48, the first appearance of the third Black Knight, Dane Whitman. In all of his armor glory in this Silver Age key, soon to be played in the Eternals movie by Jon Snow, Kit Harington. I'm pretty hyped to see this, regardless of how that series turned out. And we have some major records to report on after we were hit with teasers of the upcoming movie that I think a lot of people forgot about. Yeah, I'm excited for the Eternals. I'm hoping to get more celestial lore. Maybe we'll even get some teases of Galactus. A CGC 6.5, which sold for $475 in April, is up 68%, now selling for 803 the 7.0 going for $700 in April is up 46% selling for $1,022 and the 9.6 back in March going for 4,100 is up 35% post this teaser now selling for 5,545. And we have a couple of dealers out there fishing on eBay as well. There are two CGC 9.8s out there listed at 30 grand. Now, there's something else that Key Collector highlights that has to be brought to the community's attention because it's similar to the barcode craze, the newsstand craze. It's similar to the interest in Whitman variants and Mark Jeweler variants, members buying the comics, not just the grade in the same grade. And what I mean is overspray. Now, we are talking about two different 6.5 sales of Avengers 48, one with overspray and one without. Jem, can you fill in the community of what that means? This was something that retailers did back in the day where they sprayed the top of their comics with spray paint to indicate old copies versus new copies, kind of like similar to the date stamp where CGC doesn't mark off for those defects. I've actually been one on the record to say that I prefer comics with overspray, with date stamps. I think of the John Dallamayan quote where he said that it gives it character. However, these types of things don't affect the price of the books, but we're looking at two different 6.5s of this key comic, and they've sold for different prices. Yeah, that's right. We have a CGC 6.5, one that sold for $803, then 18 seconds later, one sold for $494, a $300 difference. The biggest difference is that cheaper copy had overspray. Seeing these types of sales for two books that are seemingly the same grade, but are different to collectors, especially disparagingly different when you consider the price that they just went for, is historical. I have to know from the community, what do you think about overspray on comic books? Because it wasn't really until this week where we had a sound example of someone paying more for one than the other. And I suspect it's because it was during distribution where this was added. Unlike the newsstand, the Mark Jewelers, the Whitman, the DC Universal logo, which was done during production. And speaking of being in production, number two on the list is Werewolf by Night 32, the first appearance of Moon Knight. We've seen teasers of Oscar Isaac's training in a dojo for his portrayal of Mark Spector and all his other aliases for this Disney Plus show. 
comic fam. You got to slap that subscribe button. We told you this would happen this week. We reported on two groundbreaking sales just seven days ago. The 9.6 up 59% selling for an all new high of $19,542 and the all new all time high record of a 9.8 going for an increase of 104% landing at $63,500. We knew that this would affect all lower grades and that's why we're here today. That's right. This week, a 7.5, which sold for $2,600 back in April, is up 54%, selling for four grand. The 8.5, which sold for $3,700 in April, is up 35%, now selling for 5K. Then we got the 9.0. This book sold for $4,450 in March. It's up 17%, now selling for $5,200. You heard that right, Comic Fam. A 7.5 is going just shy of $1,000 less than the 9.0 this week. I suspect that 9.0 is still on track to have gains. That's right. It's got to catch up to that 9.6 and 9.8 sales. And before we jump into number one, we have a slight retraction from last week's sales. We reported that a 7.5 sold for $5,300, but the seller reached out to us and let us know that the buyer didn't actually pay. We appreciate you, Comic Fam, for reaching out, always providing us with an ample amount of information. Key Collector appreciates it, too, because there's only so much checking we can do beyond what's being provided publicly online. Fortunately, these prices are skyrocketing by the week. I bet that that member who sold that 7.5 will still be able to get something close to that number today. Yeah, that's for sure. Moving on to number one on the list, everybody is excited for the next MCU Disney Plus show, and Loki is coming in just a couple of weeks. His first appearance in Journey into Mystery 85 is on fire. We told the community last week about how underappreciated, undervalued, and underperforming the Loki first appearance in Journey 85 was. And this week, we have some monster gains. We told the community last week about a 4.0 up 49% selling for an all-new high of $5,295. Now, let's take a look at the entry level because this is shooting up by the day. Man, that 1.5 sold for $665 in November of 2020. It's up 178%, now selling for $1,850. The 3.5, this book sold for $3,607 just last month. It's up 21%, now selling for $4,350. Now keep in mind, the 5.5 that we reported on last week, which was up 87%, sold for just $300 more than this 3.5 sale. It just shows you how fast these books are moving. And Tom, you got to hit them with the percentage increase on the 5.0. The 5.0 back in January going for $2,034 is up 193%. Now selling for an all new high of $5,950. This book in mid-grade is going to break $6,000 any day now. Comic fam, I got to know your thoughts about the upcoming Loki show. What do you think about Owen Wilson getting in the mix? I'm very excited. I just watched him in a horror movie on Netflix called No Escape, where he brought the heat. I am so hyped to see him in the role working for the Time Variance Authority. Let me know what you think. It'll enter you to win a TMNT trade dress variant done by the very talented Peach Momoko. And as always, geek responsibly and come follow me over on Twitch if you guys like retro games or fighting games. I'm over there at Gem and Collectibles. Stay minty fresh. Enough said. 
Comic Fan. We got two other videos for you to check out. And we are in the last week of open enrollment for the May Mystery Mail Call. Everyone's going to be getting a Raph Grissetti Batman Detective number one variant, as well as a Woman of Marvel issue number one She-Hulk variant done by the very talented Sabine Rich. Ensure both of your copies. Link in the description to support the show. And have a great week.